0: As you know, we went through a kind of a whirlwind. It, 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 it still amazes me that when when a loved one passes away, that it, things just go so quickly. Um, you know, it gets condensed down about four days, and and you're planning and you're doing things, and you're and you're saying goodbye real quickly. Um, it's funny sitting down with your. Um, well, I got four brothers. So thinking about memories of, um, of, of my mom um, and a lot of really funny ones. Um, but um, the last couple of days, I started thinking about my dad. He passed away about 10 years ago and, um, and the traditions that uh, he held up to. Um, we grew up um, uh, with, a, with a very good father. Uh, it was a side shoot of, um, um, of um, Cub Scouts and Boy Scouts and stuff like that. But um, the thing night, when, when I was eating supper, uh, my dad he had a tradition when he took us all this boy's camp. It was called hobo stew, uh, and it wasn't stew in the sense that you would think of stew. Uh, what I loved was was he, he cut up some meat, and throw it in a, a tin foil. loved it, you know, if nothing else, it was for the tradition of it, Um, because we knew what we were going to have, the first night was going to be this, and I I thought about things over the years, and and my brothers and I talked about um, uh, my mom, Uh, our holidays, uh, our traditions for holidays was huge, Uh, our family would all get together during Thanksgiving, Easter, all other gifts. He says they have to have your their, their presence at Christmas Eve, and it was just one of the traditions. Um, my mom, um, growing up, you know, she would. did was she took spam and she cut it up and put it in a pan and she put clothes on it and and some brown sugar and and that was our our Easter ham. I think there's ham. Is, is a scriptural uh, tradition. And a lot of times we think that traditions are a bad thing. They're, they're not. Um, you know, traditions are, are things that are handed down as basically what tradition is. Things that are handed down to generation to generation. Now, with, as we're talking about this, I want you to think about traditions in your life, not just your, your personal life, but your church's life, uh, your family's, all that kind of stuff, the different traditions that, that you have. And again, there's nothing. In general, with traditions, um, but, um, but I want you to think about them. First one we want to talk about is world traditions. Again, Easter, Christmas, um, you know, Thanksgiving, the things that that are very solid in our families. I mean, those are great traditions to have. Nothing wrong with them. Um, a lot of times, though, and, and I thought about that over the years, how, how how silly that was. My dad had to make sure he got out there to give the kids their presents. And, and I don't think he believed it, but he says, he says, this was important for me to get this up here. Um, it wasn't that, uh, you know, going to church wasn't important. But at that moment, he kind of made that tradition more important than, than uh, being in church and hearing the gospel and, 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 and celebrating. I want to read from Colossians 2.8, if you had your Bibles this morning. Or write it down and look at them later. Colossians 2.8. It says, Takes, um, takes you captive through how and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition uh, and, and, and forces the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. And, and it's so important. Again, a lot of traditions in our life tend to get over overshadow our relationship. tradition, you know, and there's a lot of different traditions in people's lives that stop them from actually coming to the gospel and hearing the word of God and, and being a part of that. Uh, I have a friend uh, in, in uh, over at Lynn Friends, and he goes down to his cabin down in Tennessee every year, uh, three or four times a year, and, you know, he makes a He told me one time, he says, I'll never put that part of things ahead of my relationship with God. And, and that's exactly what Scripture is saying don't let Don't let worldly things take you away from your focus on Christ. Another one is Romans twelve one, one and 2. And, and this is kind of how we need to be. I mean, as we focus on our traditions and, and, and our life and our worship. It says, therefore, Your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. that you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, perfect will. This scripture is so important. I, I, I love the scripture for the simple reason. It, it, it promises us that, that you know, we're going to be transformed by the renewing of our minds as we think about things, as we develop, as we as we And saying, you know what? Is this my true proper worship that I have for God? Am I a living sacrifice? Am I am I sacrificing those traditions to worship God the way I need to? And again, it's not just sitting here this morning, it's how we walk, how we talk, how we do things, that, that modeling that we do. You know, what kind of example are we being? You know, particularly as men. I mean the, the, the male figure is crumbling. A lot of it is tradition. A lot of it is how we do things and how we've done things. And, uh, you know, we talk about Age of 13 when I, I no longer come to church a whole lot. You know, but it was a work day. My dad said, you're going to be there. And, and he is a very strong work ethic. Every one of his boys, he, he raised to be workaholics. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a good thing. Uh, but, um, but there's a gal. Remember the uh, movie Fiddle Around the Roof? Yeah. Um, you know, he had, he had a song at the very beginning uh, called Traditions. And he's talking about for the most part, it's pretty good, but as he's singing along, he finally gets to a point where he says, why do we do these things? I don't know. And and, and, and there's no purpose to it. I mean, there's a lot of things back then, you know, the Jewish culture, the hats, the tasks, the different things. And we've become that over the years a lot of times, how we live our life. You know, we have these traditions that we have to... About what your traditions? About. What stops you from actually having that, that uh, true, and proper worship that we need with our, with our God? And again, I'm not talking about your salvation here. I'm talking about your service, your 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 life, the the way we do things, the way we 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 handle it, um, the different things. Around. And the big one for me is a, is a flawed religious uh, tradition. I'm going to tell you right now, there ain't one church. out our traditions of the past in the church have stopped us from truly reaching a community for Jesus Christ as far as being open and and, and looking at things. Again, I'm not not taking anything apart as A lot of times they go to that before they do the scriptures. It's like, okay, what does our our book of discipline have to say about it? I don't care what your book of discipline has to say about it. What does scripture have to say about it? And we get get wrapped up in this, and this is going on. Jesus replied, why do you break the commandment of God for the sake of your tradition? That's harsh. That's harsh, it really is. I mean, you know, why do you break the command of God for the sake of your tradition? Because even back then, they had such a huge book of rules and traditions, they had no idea what to do with it. They didn't know all Thank Any sense? Because then we're, we're taking scripture, we're throwing it over here, and we're taking, again, our traditions, our rules, and we're saying we're going to live and die by these things rather than God's word. And that's what takes us into the scriptural traditions. This is one of the best traditions there is. And again, it's a lot of those things that we're taught and handed down over the years. What are the solid things that, that have been taught to you sitting here? Scripture. What have you been taught? is merely something that has been passed down to generation to generation to generation. Go to that. Scripture is a good thing. Second Thessalonians 2 Thessalonians 2.15 says, So let the brothers and sisters stand firm and hold fast to the teachings we have passed on you, whether by word or mouth or by letter. These are things. church, and I'm talking church in, in, in the broad sense of things, okay, you know, the French church or Methodist church, the church in general. I got sick to my stomach one time at a conference, because the congregants, the members. Not at the French Church. This is a Universal Conference. I was at. They were talking about the giving units. We cannot offend the giving units, or they walk out the door. We gotta, we gotta rearrange our our scriptural basis and thinking on things because we need giving units. They kept saying that word over and over again, and made me sick. And they were talking about holy firmness. need to adapt the gospel around society social issues the things that are going on in this world to be accepted by the ones who walk in our doors and I said but you're nuts I mean this guy was so far out there it just it, again it just made me sick and, and that's all I could think about was was you know what um, I'm on Redwood ministry I want redwood ministry Solid and stable. And again, I don't care if we have 12 people that are following scriptural traditions. But my goal is to reach this community to pass those traditions on new people. So that is. We need to be solid here. We need to be solid in what we're doing and not out down. Yes, I wear flip-flops and shorts and I do things different, but I'll tell you, I will preach the gospel every day because I believe it's truth. Billy Graham said that. He said, he said, I have to take this word by faith. That's what I do. This has been handed down from generation to generation. Now it's been, it's been translated a little different here and there. you got the, the, the message, which uh, really... version, and not just because it's it's clo- the closest thing to uh, the original, none of us the actual original as far as uh, translation. I mean, that's why it's so important to study. Have you ever really studied? Seven, one, two, nine. 9 So the Pharisees and some of the teachers of the law, who had come from Jerusalem, gathered around Jesus, and saw some of his disciples eating food with hands that were defiled. That is unwashed. The Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat, unless they give their hands. to the tradition of the elders, instead of eating their food with the loud hands. And he replied, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you hypocrites. It is written, these people will honor me with their lips and not their heart. I reread that because it's so important. Are we merely worshiping Jesus with our lips? As our hearts way away from him? I pray. That. But sometimes we We fall into the ways of the world. Hold on to the scriptural traditions of, of, of what we've been taught. I mean, if you go back to some of your your um, your preachers, your teachers from years ago, you heard very strong biblical teaching. I don't know what you've been hearing lately. I know. Thank don't take my word for it. Go home, and study. And that's why I like the Marine people because they were that kind of people. They didn't take anyone's word for it. They went back and they studied. I mean, they lived in caves and they were, they were very primitive people but they got into the word. They knew when someone was preaching, if they were telling the truth. So we need to hold firm to that. Again, if you struggle with an area his sermons, and uh, listen to them. and a lot of them are over and over again. And if you ever listen to Billy Graham, I mean, he was one of the great teachers of all times, passed down the tradition of Scripture, but he was very simple.
1: Just about every one of his messages are the same message,
0: just a different Scripture and a different story, but it all comes down to a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and encouraging him. Not just a casual relationship, but a deep, intimate one. I mean, God our Father, he's he's our ultimate dad, and sometimes our our rural fathers mess up. Some are very solid and, 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 and good examples. But I look But that's what I want you to do today is kind of go home and, and chew on that. Think about your traditions. Think about the ones Particularly, oh, I would not want to not be up here, I'll let you take as you as you want today um, but I asked you a couple weeks ago to pray about two people in your life and now it's time to, to act, so I ask you to grab the cards, now don't write a little note on the door uh, and, and stick it between their door and say well I missed you, if you miss them go back, give them a call try to do a face to face let them know you care important. You know, and, and you might you might hand out a hundred of these things before one person walks in that door. Sound biblical, don't you go after that one? Yeah. One at a time. One at a time. You pray for the people that will sit in these pews eventually. God knows who they are. He's just waiting for us to, to reach them. To sit down them and talk to them. Here. I mean I wish I would have been able to come to the PBS all week. That was exciting. I mean sixty kids. I mean you ladies did awesome too. I mean you got you got the energy. Promises of your commands. Father, don't let our our ways and the world's ways get in the way of that. Father, we pray for those who will be sitting with us eventually. Lord, you know who they are. We just pray, Lord, that that as we're walking out and about, you start pulling on our hearts as far as, oh, I'm supposed to go talk to this person. So, Father, we ask you to ignite the Holy Spirit into us. need to to reach. There are people in this town who are